Welcome to motherhood, new mother trucker. Buckle up. Hello. Hello. Hi, Taylor. Um, thank you so much for coming on for today. Yeah, no problem. It's my pleasure. Um, it's so great meeting you. I know our um mutual friend um was telling me all about you and your experience, and she was like, "Oh, do you think um." Like, would you like to, like, talk to Taylor? I'm like, yes, 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 yes. Please ask her if she's interested. <laughs> yeah, ask away. It's definitely a little bit of a different story. <laughs> yeah, um, let's just do, like, a quick little tidbit just about you and who you are and what you do and before we get started. Yeah, definitely. Um, my name's Taylor. I have twin boys. They were born at 27 and 4. Um, I'm working part-time as an animal care attendant and just thriving in the chaos. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, how old are your boys now? They will be two in June. Holy man. Okay, so my little one and your little ones are born in the same year, 2021, right? Yes. So I can't believe, wow, two already, and June is not far. No, it's a blur, and I'm definitely not ready <laughs> at all. <laughs> I remember even with the first birthday, I, like, I cried, and now he's like a year and a half almost. I'm like, where is this time going? I know, like, my babies aren't babies anymore. I know, they're like... They're, they're little men. Yeah, <laughs> attitude. So much attitude. So much attitude. Like, for example, today, like my little one, we have like two matching lamps that sit in the corners of our living room. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, he's so interested in going into one of the lamps and just like... Hold, holding on and just rocking the shit out of this lamp because <laughs> he did that to our old one and it fell over and it broke and then that's when we got these two new lamps and I'm like just sitting there I'm just like stop stop and like using like sign language and like trying to like be stern with my tone or whatever and he's like looking at me and just like has the biggest grin on his face and then Just continues. Grins. I can't believe it. Yeah, I'm like, oh my god. I'm like, so sorry, mom and dad, if I was ever like this. <laughs> my parents come over and watch me with the boys, and they just laugh now. Like, yeah, they're, yeah. It's Thank like it's your you. turn now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so let's dive on in. I would love for you to kind of share your experience, um, first of all, with being in the NICU, like with preemies, and then second of all, having twins. Like that's, like, what's typically, like when twin when you're pregnant with twins, like I know typically uh, they're born early, but like 27 weeks. It's yeah, I mean, early. I was expecting early. I mean, I don't know. I definitely wasn't expecting that early. You know, I expected a third trimester. <laughs> yeah, like you were uh, one week shy, a couple days shy. 
be shy. Yeah. And the day after, so I delivered, but the next day I was supposed to be meeting with my OB to discuss what I wanted for like a birth plan and <laughs> that. Um, but basically I had a really normal pregnancy, like normal for twins, I guess. Um, one, but then one day my mucus plug came out and I went to the hospital. They checked me out. They said I was good. I was like, okay. And then I go back that evening because I felt like a lot of pain. Like it just wasn't a normal amount of pain. And so I go in and the doctor wouldn't even see me because he saw me earlier that day. And he was like, no, I saw you. You're good. Go home. This pain is your new normal until delivery. Um, and then so I go home and I live with it for the day. I'm not sleeping. I hadn't been sleeping for like a couple of days because I'm in labor and I didn't know that. Um, so I go back the next evening because I felt a gush of water run down my leg. And... My doctor and my OB happened to be on, thankfully. So they said, hey, we'll just keep you and monitor you overnight. Like, it doesn't look like it's anything, but we're going to watch you. I'm like, perfect. Great. My husband goes home, grabs a few things, comes back. He's expecting to go to work the next day. Um, about early, like, probably 2 a.m. I'd been pacing all evening. They gave me sleeping oh. pills. I hadn't slept more than 20 minutes. Um, sorry, it's all, it's so long ago now. It's so hard I to know. It's okay. I'm like, I'm like <laughs> pregnant now with my second pregnancy, obviously. And I'm like, even trying to reflect on things happen in the first I'm like oh yeah I forgot this happened and then this I'm like you, you do forget it just becomes <laughs> such a blur it does um, so I next my doctors came in and they start to do more tests a little closer up and they're like oh you're three centimeters dilated we are going to try to stop this and get you to a hospital with a level two NICU. So I'm like, okay, yeah, let's try and stop this, whatever, <laughs> whatever you can do. Um, and they couldn't, and they couldn't get me anywhere fast enough. So next thing I know, I'm, they're giving me like all this gas and I don't remember going from like my street clothes to a hospital gown and I and, and where was your husband was he with he was with me at this time? point when the oh, doctor okay, yeah sorry the doctor had told me like oh these babies are coming my husband was actually like a, he had fallen asleep and I was like great can you just wake him up and tell him that please <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next thing we're in the OR I have like there's so many people there's mm -hmm. two pediatric teams 
there's two pediatricians, there's uh, a team for a C-section and then a team for a regular delivery. And, you know, throw some students in there. Why don't you? <laughs> I don't know why, but they're why not, sure. right? They're all just sitting up taking notes on like a bench. <laughs> um, so I, they break my water because it didn't break fully. Um, and I delivered Beckett vaginally. And my doctors, after he's born, he's just swooped up and away. They're like, look quick before you miss him. And I'm like, Aww. so I look and he's gone. And we're on to the next one already. And they were trying to turn him for almost an hour. And every time she went up to turn him, I was like, I'm liking you a little less every time you do that. <laughs> and it's like, you know what? He, we're in a position now where we need to have a C-section. So I'm like, beautiful. Let's do it. Why not? Because that wasn't my biggest fear going into it, that I was going to deliver both ways. Oh, my God. What <laughs> the story? Jesus. So they prep me for that my husband leaves they throw him in scrubs he comes back in and I'm like just talk to me just talk to me about anything but what's happening right this second because I get really woozy about any sort of surgical thing me too um (laughs) so we're chatting um that's the point where we actually came up with Grayson's name was at this point mm-hmm. um, and then so he comes out he's swooped away I didn't even see him um, they asked my husband if he wanted to go in with them and originally I thought I was gonna like emotionally need him to be with me but I was like no I need you with them go so they stitch me up and everything and they bring me back up to the room um the boys are down in the NICU they're prepping them to send them off to Victoria and so I can't go anywhere until I've recovered a little more and I can't I still can't feel my legs at all so they keep trying testing me and testing me and they bring Beckett up to me to see him for like basically the first time before sending him in a helicopter off to Victoria. So I see him for the first time and I'm also like, I'm saying hi, but I'm also saying bye. Mm -hmm. Um, And then he goes and I'm waiting a bit longer and I'm asking the doctors, can I please go? Can like, what's going on? Like, where are we at? Like, can I see anyone? Mm-hmm. And so then they they say, okay, you can go. And they get me in an ambulance. They're prepping me for the ambulance. And they let me go and see Grayson before we head off. And so I get to see him for the absolute first time. And he's in this little isolate. And they had wrapped them in 
they were in like plastic bags to keep them warm. They had tubes coming from everywhere. How much? Um, how much did they weigh? It was just over two pounds. It was like oh, they were so tiny. Like they measured them in grams. <laughs> oh my god! It was like just over twelve hundred grams. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, how did it feel? Like, so I feel like this is a loaded question, but how did it feel just like seeing them so small for the first time? I couldn't, I couldn't even believe it. I was like so relieved that they were, I was relieved that they were out because I had been in so much pain and I wasn't thinking about all the fears that could follow it at that point. Um, once we got to the NICU and got a little more settled and I start to, started to realize what this could really like mean for us and for everyone, then it started to get a lot scarier. Um, mm-hmm. I think the hospital kept me on some really happy drugs while I was there for the first <laughs> little bit. <laughs> um, did you? I was just so... I was so in shock. I didn't even know what was really happening. And then I was just with my, with my baby and I was able to touch him, but I couldn't hold him. And it was just, it was just a weird mix emotions of like, this wasn't how it was supposed to be. This isn't what I pictured. Mm -hmm. Um, and then wow. so I, yeah, yeah. So, and then, so oh, now you're at the NICU. Um, babies mm-hmm. were went through the, with the helicopter. Did you go with them, or did you have to drive down separately? No, and so them at the NICU. At one point, none of us were in the same place at the same time. Oh my god! So Beckett went, but they only have room to take one at a time. So then the helicopter. I, So then I went in the ambulance and then by the time I got to Victoria NICU, Beckett was already there and then Grayson had been flown, flown there in the time it took me to drive there. And then my husband had to take our vehicle and drive himself. He had to go to the house, get some of our things because we were in no way prepared to be leaving our home for an extended period of time Mm -hmm. um so he grabbed everything he could think of and drove to meet us at the hospital so there was like a good chunk of time where like none of us were in the even remotely close to the same place Hmm. that's crazy that is so nuts (laughs) So day one, my boys rode in a helicopter. Pretty cool. Yeah, I haven't even had that experience yet. Right? I was like, really? I get the ambulance? I just went through this, and I get the ambulance? Yeah, like two-hour drive? Come on. Come on. <laughs> wow, that is like, I, I, I have a lot of women, like, share their birth stories, and I love hearing them. 
Um, and people always share like, oh, I push for 20 hours or like I tour from here to here. And it's like, yeah. yours is like a big mixture of everything. <laughs> <laughs> but they were little, so, you know, no tearing. There wasn't uh, no, nothing tore. <laughs> oh, but that is like, an upside, wild, right? Silver lining. Yeah. Got to find those. Wild in itself that you delivered both ways. Yep. No natural and a belly birth, and then had preemies, and like now they look like they're very thriving young men. As oh you said, God, huge, <laughs> huge. <laughs> Jeez. So how long were you at the NICU for? It was a total of seventy-four days. Seventy-four so, days. That's like yeah. what, just two and a half months. Yeah. So we came home just bef- like a couple weeks before what would have been my due date. Um, we stayed in Victoria for the majority of the time because Nanaimo couldn't take babies under a certain gestation. I don't remember what that was at this point, um, but they had to be off of all breathing support. Um, they had to be doing oral feeds on their own, which they didn't totally grasp the oral feeds by the time they came to Nanaimo, but mm-hmm. it was good enough to be home. I mean, home-ish. Mm-hmm. Well, did you, like, I don't have the experience of um, obviously delivering preemies. So when you're in Victoria, are you staying at the hospital or did you have to find a place or stay with friends? How often did you get to see your babies or? The first week I was in the hospital, um, I know they let me stay a couple of days longer, (laughs) (laughs) being really, really kind to me. Um, And at that point I was I wasn't staying in my room very long. They kept telling me to slow down and to rest, but I was just like, I need to get to my babies. <laughs> they were like, mm-hmm. okay, at least take a wheelchair. I was like, fine. Um, so I was seeing them probably at least every couple of hours for that first week, but I couldn't necessarily overly engage with them because they were so premature they would get easily overstimulated so I could only the first probably month we could only hold them for a maximum of an hour a day so we were literally trading off day to day who was holding who yeah and I remember that feeling just being gut-wrenching just like okay I'll hold you I'll hold you tomorrow Um, so that was really hard. And I mean, holding them wasn't always a pleasant experience either because mm-hmm. they had all these cords. Immediately, they had a cord that ran from their foot up to their heart. Uh, they had another cord. They had an IV in their arm. They had all of these tubes for breathing. And then being so small, the slightest tilt of their head would ha- make them stop breathing. So we'd be holding them and all of a sudden all these alarms are going off. And this beautiful, peaceful moment is now 
crowded by nurses trying to stimulate our baby's back, basically back with color and yeah. um, And then sometimes that could be 10 minutes into a hold and then that's it for the day because now they're done. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, yeah, I don't know. Everyone's like, do you have a birth plan? I'm like, my first one, no. This one, my second one, no, because like you never know. Can you have happen. a plan? <laughs> I just, yeah, well, my first one, I didn't have a plan. I knew I didn't want to have C section, and then I ended up having a C section. So this one, I'm like, fuck it, whatever happens, happens. Right? You can have an idea of what you want, but totally. at the end of the day, it's anything can happen yep like especially when you're in that moment and it's like we have to go to victoria right now grab all your stuff you're gonna be there for two and a half months like i can't yeah we they actually they had housing um for families going through things like this so we stayed at janice place and they were just fabulous good they had staff that at least once a week would actually make meals for the whole house just so you would have like you could sit down and have a dinner a made Mm -hmm. dinner because cooking for yourself was like the last thing you wanted to do Mm -hmm. in those moments um and they also allowed us back when we had to go back to the hospital a few months later for a surgery they let us stay there oh yeah um how was feeding your boys and especially having twins like what was the options that were given to you as preemies and twins you know like did you get a chance to breastfeed um did you decide to do formula because like um i like in a past episode i haven't released them yet but um like one of the co-hosts and i were just saying like how fearful it would be having twins (laughs) knowing what we know now like what a blessing it would be but like I can't imagine for myself right now I don't know it it would it would be such a wild ride to raise two kids the same age you know and yeah so immediately I was handed a pump so I was pumping Mm -hmm. every two to three hours and I think this actually may have like caused a bit of an overproduction issue for me. So immediately I was producing so much, like way too much. Like I was, I filled the fridge right away. I filled the freezer. I started filling the freezer at Jenny's place. Um, And I was bringing like just a cooler a cooler and a half of frozen breast milk home with me and still feeding my babies. But my babies, they were so premature that things aren't developed properly yet, right? Mm -hmm. So their tummies are very sensitive. Um, And even adjusting my diet, it didn't make them happy. And what I think it was is that I was producing so much so often that there it wasn't it wasn't very 
stick. There wasn't much to it. Mm-hmm. And no one in the hospital had even mentioned that. And when I got home, we kept doing it for a bit and we were fortifying it. And we had tried breastfeeding, but the boys just weren't there yet because they didn't really have the, the skills to do it yet. Mm-hmm. And then one day I was done. <laughs> I was exhausted. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. We're going to try formula. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna try something else because this isn't hitting it. They're really uncomfortable. Yep. I can't keep up with this because the demand of trying to pump and then one's crying and then the absolute chaos. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what makes me feel <laughs> like um, sitting on the couch breastfeeding all day, all night. <laughs> yeah, not realistic um, for us. I know I've seen some twin moms that can do it and I'm just in awe. I was like, I Good wish I'd been able to do that. Like, But you know what? Good for you for getting to where you're at now. Yeah. Yeah. So then we did formula for a while and that it just hit the spot for them and they're, mm-hmm. they're got less colicky. Oh yeah, they had colic. just throw that in there call it not a good time oval gas drop save my life Mm -hmm. save my sanity um but they got better and better and their tummies grew and adjusted and they settled in and the colic went away and it got easier And now I feel like I'm just at a really good point right now because they entertain each other so well. Oh, I know a lot of my friends have like struggled with bedtimes and the transition from cribs to toddler beds. Mm -hmm. And once we took away the cribs, my boys will literally they'll kiss us goodnight and they close the door in our face and they will play for an hour before they put themselves to bed quietly and nicely. (laughs) So I'm just just living a little bit of a, it's too good to be true right now. (laughs) And I know it's going to go away and things are going to get hard again. It's a roller coaster. But I, I feel like this is the reward I deserve right this moment <laughs> for yes. going through the, the absolute hell of twin Seriously. newborn. Seriously. <laughs> Good for you. Good for you for hanging on. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. So they're just, they're so much fun. They're hilarious. Like I, I don't know how little, little people can be so funny. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, I don't know about yours, but they just like, crack me up all day Mm -hmm. or have like such big personalities and like you are so small like how you have like such a big personality already (laughs) just running around just screaming away or dancing (laughs) uh, I'd say throwing things down the stairs is like a great game for them right now they're thoroughly enjoying that um, more than I am (laughs) 
That's about it. Oh my god. And then, okay, I have to ask because I'm sure people have asked you, oh, are you thinking about getting pregnant again? Or do you ever get that because you already have twins? <laughs> so originally we wanted one. Okay. Right, of course. Yes. <laughs> because I think the biggest fear for us was how are we going to divide ourselves in a capacity enough for them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and I got over that fear real quick mm-hmm. and I might be in a bit of a, a baby fever vibe right now which my husband is terrified of it's um, honestly like because I reflected like my first few months with my newborn at the time and I definitely took things for granted because I was like obviously not sleeping just like up all night um just like dealing with anxiety and depression and like all that stuff and trying to Mm. care for this little potato technically you know that now he's bigger I'm like I do miss when you were small and I did miss the contact naps and like those cuddles and I like I definitely took it for granted in those times because in those times I was just done in a sense, right. you know, I was like I ready feel... to move on to the next phase. Um, exactly. But, That's exactly yeah. how I put it. And it's like, I was yeah. always so excited for the next thing. Yeah. And even how I, pregnancy, too. I was always waiting for like the next week on like the apps to see where we'd be at. Yeah. And <laughs> next thing you know, it's gone and it's over and, and I miss it. <laughs> yeah. And there's no one telling you like, this is the last time you're doing this with them. It just happens, and then you're like, "Oh my god, when was the last time I did this with my son?" Or like, um, so now I am really looking forward to having my second one and just like holding her and like having those contact naps and like, yeah. yeah and I'm also excited for my son to be like a big brother too. Like, I'm looking forward to seeing that transition. I think it's gonna be the cutest thing. Yeah, but I also just, love you know, how your twin boys, like, they sound like best friends, you know? They, like, play and, like, together, entertain. Like, I love, love seeing that. Like, they're also not, like, stuck on each other. Like, when we go out places, these are probably the most outgoing kids you've ever met. <laughs> like, they will just go up to anyone, which is almost a little scary sometimes. <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but they'll go up and they'll just laugh and they'll be like hold me look at me watch me <laughs> oh <I love> that. <laughs> oh um taylor thank you thank you thank you so much um for coming on for today and telling us about your birth story with preemies and twins and how it's been because like I've said before, and I don't know if you all listened to the other episodes, but the one episode we did talk about having twins, and that would scare the shit out of us. <laughs> no offense to anyone. To it is not for the faint of heart. No. <laughs> Thank you for having me. It was nice to share my story, and I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for listening to episode six of part two, season two of New Mother Trucker. 
Please join us next Tuesday, June 27th for the seventh episode.